Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating, or at the very least, we will try to make it less than fascinating so that you can feel free to just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I am your host, Marco Timpano, and joining me today is Erica Sidney. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming so last minute as well. We kind of, uh, not only was it last minute, but I meant to Facebook message you and I guess it didn't go through. So it was a little (laughs) bit up in the air. Yeah, that's okay though. I I knew we were going to get together. I just wasn't sure what time. (laughs) Fair enough. But we made it happen. So that's all that matters. You were just talking about how you love taking transit. And transit <laughs> in our city. And not only that, but I know that you took a really long and circuitous bus trip way <laughs> back when. So I want to start by talking about transit Great. and the things you love about transit. We can leave all the stuff behind that we dislike, but let's talk about transit and what you like about our transit or transit in general. Okay, great. Um Well, let's start off with I like the length of time it takes me to commute to work because it gives me time to sit down and listen to an audiobook or a podcast or some music on my phone. So how long does it take you to get to work? So not so bad anymore. Okay. Um, Right now, it only takes me about 20 minutes, but about six months ago, it took me probably an hour. Sure. And okay. So I love audiobooks. Yeah. I love them when they were audio cassettes. Yeah. So I've been listening to audiobooks when I would get them on cassette right. for my car. So that's how long I've been listening. And for our listeners who don't know what a cassette is, you'll just have to look it up because I don't <laughs> have the time to explain. What is the genre of audiobook that you like? Right now I'm really into Joe Hill kind of, a little bit of horror mystery, okay. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I love a little bit of fantasy in my life. And dark fantasy for me is kind of where I lean. There's a great podcast Mm -hmm. that you need to listen to called On a Dark, Cold Night. On a Dark, Cold Night, yes. Uh, (laughs) Kristen Zaza is the host, and she will be a guest on on the Insomnia Project, and she's a friend. Um, And it is, I think you'll really enjoy it, and I recommend it to our listeners as well. It's kind of in that genre. Is it like story-based? Yeah, she writes the story. They're short. They're Mm -hmm. not like long, but they're wonderfully written and wonderfully read 
Which brings me to my next question. So for me, I love listening to nonfiction and in particular biographies. But for me, the voice was key. Mm, So if I put on a audio book and the person reading didn't resonate with my ears, in other words, I didn't like the sound, I would quickly pop it out and not listen. I have forced myself to make it through a book even though the um, voice was not as entertaining as I'd hoped. Okay. Um, but I've been lucky. I, I agree with you on, like, reading biographies. I read one recently. Um, it was Michelle, Michelle Visage's book. And uh, she's she, one of the hosts on... RuPaul's Drag Race. Right, but and she, she was a singer as well. She was, and she also is a radio personality. Right. So her voicing her own story mm-hmm. was just so incredibly interesting to listen to. Um, she spoke with so much passion, and she's so funny. I love her because she is a person who's able to balance humor, mm-hmm. honesty, and she knows the space in which she speaks. Mm-hmm. And it might not be a space that, you know, she was born into, but a space that she has learned and, and, and delved into. And she speaks with authority and intelligence and humor. And she's also great at dishing it out. But what I respect about her is she's also great at receiving that feedback. I'd love to have her as a guest, but beyond, above and beyond that, I love watching her because I find her entertaining, informative, and intelligent. I agree. I agree with all of that. Um, she also, to me, is just one of those people that she's had some rough patches in her life, okay. and she is not ashamed of them. Right. And I really respect that about people. Sure. You know, she's not hiding the, you know, shadier sides of herself. She right. is who she is and she's proud of who she is. Yeah. And if you're not on board with that, well, you know, as they say, their opinions are not your problem. Yeah. And she's lived a life and you can tell. Oh, yes. And, and I think that speaks to her honesty um, and her ability to dish and receive with, um, you know, a smile and a wink. Is the best way I can uh, sort of describe it. For me, that might not be how you uh, gravitate towards um, Michelle Visage, but that's how I see it. I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I listen to a bunch of biographies, mm-hmm. and there are some that surprised me. Like I would rotate through so many. Do you find that by listening to audiobooks, you can get through quite a few faster than if you were to physically sit and read them. Yes, in other and words, no. I had a lot of I had a high burn rate of my of the books I was going through. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, yeah. For me, it depends. Again, I don't make a lot of time in my life to sit down and read a book anymore. Right. As a kid, I definitely did. Sure. Even as a teenager, especially as a teenager, um, but as an adult, I find myself constantly on the go, and I get motion sickness so i can't read on the go i'm like that if i'm if i'm in a car Mm -hmm. or bus i can't read plane is a different thing but not in a car or bus yeah i can't read on anything that's moving wow yeah um even if i'm texting and walking i start getting nauseous wow okay another weird thing about myself is that if i'm in a vehicle for more than about 45 minutes i fall asleep Okay. So what I find about audiobooks is they actually help me stay engaged. Sure. Yeah. Without, you know, keeping me so aware <laughs> of all the things happening around me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I also grew to like authors by sticking with it. So listening to a voice that I might not have enjoyed, mm-hmm. for me, it was David Sedaris. At first, I, I couldn't get behind his voice. And then there was a turning point. He told a story that 
where his voice for me really played into it. And then I read or I listened to everything he had written up until that point and really sort of fell in love with his writing and his speaking. Interesting. Okay. I can't even think. I don't think I can think of what his voice sounds like to me. It's got a high-pitched, nasally southern hmm. twang to it. Okay. Um, is the best. I'm sure if he hears this, he'll be like, what is this person speaking about? <laughs> but that's how I interpret the voice. Right. How do you feel about your voice? Because I don't love listening to my voice. Um, and even the listeners will will write an email and say, oh, your voice is so soothing. I listen to it and I think, oh, it's the last thing I want to hear is my voice. Without sounding super conceited, I love my voice. Wow. Um, yeah, I love talk. Like, I am a good talker. I like to chat with people. Of course. But I like the sound of my own voice. I like hearing it recorded. So maybe that makes me conceited. Not at, not at all. <laughs> so then my next question would be, do you want to record audiobooks? Oh, I would love to. Do you have an audiobook in mind? Is there something I was going to ask you is that if you could read an audiobook, what audiobook or genre or, you know, if there's an actual book that you're like, I would love to read this book? Ooh. You know what? I would love to read something that is or be the reader on something that is sci-fi or fantasy based. Okay. Something very whimsically. Sure. Um I just think I could bring a lot of depth to that. I love it. Yeah. For me, it would be, once again, a, bio- a nonfiction. Maybe yeah. not a biography, but something nonfiction. Okay. I don't know why. I just, you know, on paper, you would think, Marco doesn't seem like the type of person who would be into nonfiction. And then in reality, I love self-help books. I love new age books. I love biographies. And I love a lot of nonfiction. Oh, well, that's great. Because mm. I love the sound of your voice. And I would definitely read all of those things. Oh, well, that's <laughs> so very, that's very hear you soon. kind of you to say. I want to get to this bus trip you took. Oh, yes. You had mentioned it earlier. So <laughs> walk me through or drive me through the route that you had taken. So we left out of Toronto, and mm-hmm. it was a Greyhound trip. Okay. Across Canada all the way to Calgary. So basically, I think that worked out to be about two and a half days in a bus. Wow. Yeah. Sharing one moving toilet oh, no. with like... 30-ish people the whole way. Would you stop in various cities and get out? Or was it, you know, just like everyone got on in Toronto and everyone got off in Calgary? Uh, No, there are definitely stops along the way. People get on and off as you go. Okay. Um, So it's a, you know, there's definitely rotating people throughout. Sure. um, Which is good and bad because if there was somebody who particularly didn't enjoy their snoring or loud talking or, you know, mouth chewing... um, Hopefully they got off in a couple of hours. <laughs> I see. How long was that trip in total? Again, it was about two and a half days, I believe. Wow. Memory serves, yeah. And that's, of course, if you were to drive that in a car, it wouldn't take that long, I don't think. It's because you're on a bus and you have to make all those stops, all right. those courtesy stops. And for the bus drivers to switch places of and ask their pee breaks. Because, fun fact, they don't pee on the bus. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And... um did you see anything out the window that was interesting or was it just le- like fields and highways and fields and highways? So coming up through Ontario and all the way up through to Winnipeg, um, it's a lot of beautiful scenery, lots of hills and rocks and trees. And you don't realize how much of Ontario is actually just nature and gorgeous. Um, what and struck the- you the most? 
Hmm. Did you see any All, wildlife? Oh, yes. I mean, there's a, we're, we're in Canada. There's sure. always wildlife. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything we saw along that trip specifically. I know there was some deer because there's always deer along that path. Um, but no big, like, no moose or anything like that on that trip. But it doesn't have to be big to be striking. So when we were driving on the big island of Hawaii, Amanda, who you know, mm-hmm. my wife, uh, we were driving, and this animal sort of darted really quickly across our you know, on the road in front of us. And we were like struck by it. We're like, what is that? And I think I saw it first. And it made us like, what? And I said, uh, it was an animal I've never seen before. And she's like, what was it? And I said, it was like a lizard wearing a fur coat. <laughs> and she's like, what? And then I swear, moments later, one of these lizards wearing a fur coat ran past us. And she's like, it's like a New York lizard wearing a Upper West Side fur <laughs> coat. And I'm like, what is this animal? So we were texting with our friends here mm-hmm. who love Hawaii and have been, and we're like, we just saw an animal that looks like a lizard wearing a fur coat. Can you help us figure this out? Because you've been to Hawaii. So they started to text us native species, native Hawaiian species right. of animals that aren't found here on mainland North America, especially in the colder climates. Right. Things like skinks and um, other animals, prairie dog type things. And we're like, no, think lizard (laughs) with a fur coat. Please tell me you found out what it was. It was a mongoose. So it's a non-native species to Hawaii that was brought to deal with, I think, rats in the fields. Yeah. But I think uh, one of them is nocturnal and the other isn't. So it didn't quite work out. But, of course, when you bring non-native species, they can really proliferate and that's what happened with the mongoose and it's the big we were on the big island but our friends had been on other islands where they're not as prevalent and so it was difficult for them to figure out what the animal was but Mm. kudos to them because they did say (laughs) is it a mongoose and i thought it might be a mongoose but i know a mongoose not low to the ground i always whenever i see a mongoose it's on its hind legs yeah. and upright. So I didn't know what mongoose looked like when it was scurrying. Interesting. Anyways, long story for the mongoose. But uh, back to you <laughs> and your travels in Ontario. Well, well, now I can't stop thinking about the mongoose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Where do I go back to now? I think we went to, like, what were some of the oh. impressive or things you saw in the landscape oh. or nature? Yeah. So one of the things, again, I talked about, there's all these rock cliffs. And if you're driving along the Trans-Canada Highway, what you'll notice is that on some of these rock cliffs, there's all these um, stacked rocks. Yes. Um and I know that it's an indigenous symbol. Sure. But I cannot for the life of me remember what it means, unfortunately. Is but it the Inukshuk or is I it? I think so. Okay. Yes. Yes. Where it looks like little stacks of people almost. Yeah. And I remember just passing by so many of those and just feeling that like, yeah, we're, we're, we're in Canada. Like, yeah. Like we're definitely in Canada. Um, and then as we got through to kind of the northern parts of the province, the roads become very windy. Oh. Yeah, um, especially if you're going any sort of off-road areas to mm-hmm. that, which we mostly stayed on the highway on this trip. Sure. But definitely it was interesting seeing the landscape change so rapidly and so quickly. And then as you come out of Winnipeg and you start going to the prairies, all of a sudden everything just so you're stops. Going, you, so, so you've exited Ontario. Now you're in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Is there a visible distinction 
one you go from one province to the other? I don't find that there's one going from Ontario to Manitoba. Manitoba over to the prairies, yes. Oh, definitely. I see. Okay, so so let's get there at some point, but I didn't mean to interrupt what you were saying. No, no, it's okay. Okay. Um, so yes, as you go into the prairies, everything just kind of stops and goes flat. Wow. And I know people think that it's boring. You know, the, the drive across. Yeah, because the perception is, you know. I could see my dog run yes. run away for miles and miles, right? I think that's a joke that they make in the prairies. That's right. Um, yeah, I've definitely heard a few of those <laughs> in my day. Um, but I'd never actually been to the prairies before, so I found it fascinating because I'd always lived in this sort of area of not well, some mountains, but mostly just rolly hills and trees. Canadian Shield, if yes, you will, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so to go from that to this just very, um, oh, I was going to say plain, but that's not right, flat Landscape, prairie, yes, and then seeing the you know the sun go across it was just wonderful. Um, at the time, it was summer, uh, and the colors, I found it actually quite beautiful. Sure. Um, now I know I mentioned before, if I'm in a vehicle for more than forty-five minutes, you fall I asleep. fall asleep. Sure. So I spent a lot of this trip dozing in and out, which That's was great. kind of a magical experience because I'd fall asleep and then I would come to and I'd be in this whole other landscape, this whole other thing. Wow. Almost like a kaleidoscope, or maybe not a kaleidoscope, but you know, remember those Fisher-Price things? You'd put a little circular disc in, and there'd be like different photos, and you'd Ah, click it. The camera thing. The camera thing, and and the circular thing in the center would shift and bring another landscape, another slide. So you would kind of doze off, and then when you woke up, another projected slide of a different part of Canada would, would appear in front of you. Yes. Is that a good way to describe the yes. Fisher-Price <laughs> rotating slide camera and your trip yeah. across Ontario to Calgary through uh, Manitoba? Yes. Wow. That's a great example of it. And then, of course, there was whatever was happening on the bus at that moment also. Sure, <laughs> sure. To really bring you back to reality. <laughs> so when you would stop in various places, that would be your opportunity to go out and purchase beverages or food? Yes. Wow. And stretch your legs, maybe take a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, when I made this trip, we had phones, but they weren't the smartphones that we have now. Okay. Um I wasn't going on Facebook with it. Right. I was, you know, maybe texting a friend or playing that uh, weird wall-breaking game. Sure. <laughs> you know? um, so it was definitely like a different experience in terms of entertaining oneself. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and yes, you'd get to like stop at all these little convenience stops. And then it wasn't like you didn't get to taste the cuisine of wherever you were, but it was like, you know, stop for a, a Twinkie and a coffee. So that was your bus trip. Have you ever taken a train trip? Uh, I have. Now, not any great distance. I think I did it from Toronto, I want to say, to Ottawa, maybe? Well, that's a bit of a chunk, because to drive to Ottawa, it's about three and a half hours, maybe four. You know what's funny? Yeah. Growing up where I did, which was in, again, northwestern Ontario, um, anywhere you had to go was a distance. Okay. So for me, three hours isn't a long drive. Wow. Even though I fall asleep. Sure. Um, for me, a long distance is like, yeah, 10 hours or plus. It's all perspective, It's perspective. Right? That's, yeah. I, f- I find that when you run into Australians, mm-hmm. uh, their concept of distant travel is so different than my, um, like mine and my contemporaries' idea of distant travel because for many Australians and New Zealanders, who we have a lot of listeners, so shout out to to <laughs> all the people in Asia Pacific who listen. 
But for them to get anywhere, it can take 10 plus hours to two days. And they're like, yeah, that we just know that's what it's going to be. Yeah. We prepare for it mm-hmm. and we're good. So a two, four hour trip for them feels like nothing. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that coin, yes. our dear friend, friend Cloda. Yes, who, who, was, is, who was on the podcast as yes, well. Yes, she told me. Um, so she's from Ireland. And I remember having a conversation with her when she first came to Canada right. about um, distance sure. and how she, she can't imagine traveling an hour. Right. That is insane to her. That's a long ways. That right. is a journey. Um, so, yeah, it's that perspective of the different, you know, different cultures and different countries of how far far is. So let me ask you this then. If five to seven hours is, you know, your sort of barometer of uh, travel time, mm-hmm. what do you fill that time in with when you know you have that kind of length of drift that is not? Sleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, listening to music. Okay. Audiobooks, of course. Yes. Although audiobooks I've only gotten into recently. Okay. So Fair. most of my road trips have been done with, you know, music. Uh, lots of CDs back in the day. Sure. Or cassette tapes on the mm-hmm. odd occasion. Um, and chatting with whoever you're traveling with. So I don't drive myself, which is why I had to take this Greyhound in this particular case. Okay. So when I have done road trips, it's been with friends or family that drive. And my job as passenger is to keep them entertained. Oh, of course. That's a key that's a key role. And one of the reasons I say not to listen to this podcast in the car. But when you are a driver, having someone who ensures that you're alert, mm-hmm. especially if you're driving for a great deal of time, is so important. So the thing that always kind of made me uncomfortable is if I was driving and my passenger would doze off. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd rather you be in the back and not dozing off beside me and let someone who's in the back sit in the front or everyone stays in the back and I just stay alert in the front. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lovely friend who I have traveled not great distances with, but we do trips to London and whatnot. London, Lars, Ontario? Ontario, yes. specifically. Um, or Kitchener, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. And she is not a happy road person. Oh, okay. And she gets very nervous driving. And Fair. Because I don't drive, we don't share the trip. Sure. So my job is to be there with her throughout the whole process. So for her, we always highly caffeinate. Of course. <laughs> and her job is to supply me with the caffeine, okay. and my job is to entertain. Great. Yeah. And keep her mind off of the stressors of driving on the highway. And what do you do to entertain? Is it conversation? Uh, partially, yeah, definitely okay. partially conversation. It's also my incredible singing voice. Oh, I didn't know you had a great singing voice. Oh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Incredible doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> fantastic. That's right. As much as I love the sound of my own voice, not everyone else does. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Is there a particular genre of music that you uh, enjoy singing? Oh, Disney classics. Okay. Yes. So let me ask you this just to circle back. If your best song, Disney song, that you were to present for Michelle Visage's critique, what would it be and what would you be wearing? Oh, I have the answer for this. I love it. It would be I'll Make a Man Out of You 
from the soundtrack from Mulan, um, which is that wonderful dichotomy of drag queen and I'm a woman, so it would be drag king. Wonderful. Yes, because mm-hmm. when a woman gets in drag, she's referred to as a drag king. Correct. That's right. So that the art of male impersonation. And wonderful. That, that whole song is exactly that. It's all about a woman becoming a man or man becoming manlier in and this case. what would you be wearing? Ooh, well, I do love a good tux, but I think for the case of the song, this is a warrior's song, okay. so I would have to be in warrior attire of some sort. I love it. And what would be the highest praise that Michelle Visage could give you dressed as a warrior singing the song from Mulan called uh, I, what I'll was Make it? a Man Out I'll of You. I'll Make a Man Out of You. What would be for you the high? Hopefully, she'll listen to this podcast, this episode, anyways. But I'd like to know what would be the highest praise you could receive from Michelle Visage. Hmm. Let's see. If I was in front of them, I know what RuPaul would say. No, no, we're not but, bringing Ru into the But for equation. Michelle specifically. This is her episode. I would hope that she would tell me that I slayed <laughs> that runway. <laughs> and what a great pun because you'd be a warrior. Uh-huh. That's perfection. Awesome. Well, listen, before we end the podcast, mm-hmm. do you have any travel tips or audiobook tips for listeners who may not be into audiobooks or who may not have traveled large distances but are going to be doing so in the future? Remember your chargers. Bring some sort of um, battery device so that you can charge as you go if you're going any great distance because you don't know when your next stop is going to be or how long you'll be there to charge up these things for your audiobooks to listen on. And don't assume that they'll have mm-hmm. a outlet that works or an outlet at all That's right. on the vehicle for your charging needs. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're traveling by. You cannot rely on anyone else but yourself to handle your audiobooks. Sure. Erica, Sydney, thank you so much for being a part of the Insomnia Project today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad we took this tour, not only by transit, but audiobook, and we took a little stop at Michelle Visage, which I never thought those <laughs> these intersecting, uh, intersecting topics would come together, but I'm so glad they dovetailed. <laughs> well, I'm glad, too. This was fun. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. And for our listeners, thank you for listening to The Insomnia Project. If you've managed to make it to the end, of course, we are the only podcast we hope you don't make it to the end of. But if you have and you'd like to follow us on various social media, you can find us on Twitter at Listen and sleep and of course on instagram and on facebook we are the insomnia project visit our patreon page patreon.com slash the insomnia project and if you feel so inclined and you're like i just don't know what to do with the rest of my evening or day give us a five-star review on itunes stitcher pod whatever you listen to a podcast on pod podcast addict i think is one radio public where do you listen to podcasts uh so i download them from um audible well there you go wherever you listen give us a five-star review and just tell us if this podcast is one that you enjoy we certainly enjoy having you as listeners and until the next time we hope you will listen and 